time for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Zach Ganske here, founder of Vigor Revolution, personalized optimal solutions and health and strength for your greatest purpose. So tonight's video is going to be much shorter than my last couple of videos. I um, definitely fried myself. I was doing business taxes uh, two nights ago and only got, only made time for about 90 minutes of sleep. So yesterday was quite the chore. And today, I, um, after doing a bunch of stuff all, you know, all day long, had my kids all day, I very tired. So I got to the point and I was like, oh shit, I didn't do my commitment yet. Because I had do, committed to providing content and solutions every single day for the next year to help as many as I can while I grow my business and overcome the obstacles that I've been working on. And being stagnant for a while now, it's made me review what I've been doing to see what I do right. I shouldn't say right, but it's made me review what I've been doing that has been effective. And more important, made me review what I've been doing that's ineffective. And I had to review the topic of consistency. And I came up with four ideas for this conversation tonight. And the first of which is something that held me back for a long time in many areas of my life. And that is that doing is in fact the process of learning. It's easy to fall into the trap of perfectionism where we see we have a problem. We'll use you know, body composition and physique and health for an example. And we realize, hey, I'm not eating healthy, I'm not exercising, I'm not doing things right. Or rather, the other way of looking at that is that I am creating this one result and it's not the result that I want. So, we say, okay, I'm going to change. We make that commitment initially. And the biggest mistake that we make in the beginning is that we get this perfectionistic ideal where we have to, we tell ourselves, oh, okay, I don't know how to do this, so I have to go learn how to do this and I'm going to do that by what? By reading about it, by watching videos. This is the process that we've been told is learning and a lot of that harkens back to our uh, school system. Just We're not going to get on that subject tonight because that's a whole other topic that could be talked about for hours on end. But we've come to believe that we have to watch things and read things and then things will start to change. And that's actually false. Yes, we do need to learn, we do need to read, we do need to watch videos, and we need to study people who have succeeded in the area that we ourselves, that we are also trying to succeed in. But the learning is not taking place until we are actually doing it. So if I go to sleep tonight and I don't make this video, I have not increased my capacities to produce content that's going to help other people. I've taken no action to do that. I did it in other ways today, granted, but this is a skill that I have recognized I need to be good at. It's going to provide more value for other people. It's going to tell people about what I do. And that is really going to speed up the process of getting the results that I'm after in my own life. 
plus when I come on these videos, when I start to declare all this information to other people, it's holding me accountable. Integrity is a very important thing in my life, having been through periods where I did not have integrity, where it just basically means that my actions did not line up with what I said my beliefs were and what my ideals were. So reestablishing that integrity is key, and that's only going to come about from doing. There's this little takeaway from this. It's kind of tricky at first, and it might feel kind of overwhelming, but it's huge, and that is that you can grade your efforts and that you have to earn that B plus A to really start to see some accelerated results. So what does this look like? Let's take the example of a seven-day nutrition plan and the infamous cheat day or free day, whatever you want to think about. If you actually look at the percentage of that, six out of seven is, uh-oh, 85%. A little over 85%. So by having that one day a week where we are not eating according to our plan, we're still getting that 85%, which, depending on whatever school you went to, is a B or B plus, and you're still going to see the results as long as all the other meals are dialed in. Now, I can testify from experience, I have mastered the art of blowing even free days to where it either rolls over into a day and a half or more, or just the ungodly amount of food that I put away on that day did actually detract from my overall efforts. So don't get carried away with that principle if you're trying to do a free day. If you can have something in moderation, awesome. But that, that grade can be greatly undermined if all of a sudden you just have one day and you're just going absolutely apeshit and just overwhelming your body with you know calories. So, hey, what's up, kitty? Sorry, I got a visitor. Okay. So that's principle number one. So the takeaway is to start creating your efforts. Look at your plan. Look at your daily training commitments. Look at your, what your nutrition is. Or look at what the, your coach has given you, if it's business or whatever. Look at the outline and then determine with your targets, are you hitting them? Say hi. Determine if you are hitting those targets and grade yourself. Point number two tonight. Topic number two. Faith without works is dead. It is impossible to believe in yourself or the process of change or whatever paradigm you're using, whatever training system you're using. It's impossible to believe in it fully and feel it and be fully integrated without those actions being taken every single day. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go train as hard as possible every single day. It doesn't mean you have to eat perfectly every single day, but action needs to be taken in order to cement that identity that this is now the life that you are creating. You can't just sit there and have these expectations and this faith that things are going to work out without taking the steps every single day. The takeaway from this is really simple. There will probably be, well, I'm not going to create expectations, so I just said don't create expectations. Many days there will be thoughts and emotions that are not in line with the ultimate desire, with the ultimate goal. So there's going to be habitual thinking, habitual emotions, the thoughts and the emotions that we have used to create the results that we have right now. It's just human nature. It's just our tendency. Uh, the famous author Deepak Chopra, one quote is attributed to him is that we have humans have between 50,000 and 60,000 thoughts every single day. The problem is that most of them are the same as the previous day. So wherever these thoughts and emotions came from, when we developed them, we've been rehearsing and we've been practicing 
we've been creating these results that we have right now by practicing the thoughts, the motions, and the actions that make all those line up. So for us to break the pattern, yeah, we need the new thoughts. We need to learn how the successful think and what actions they take. But then we actually have to be practicing them. And all this stuff is going to start to, you know, realign our neural pathways and create new behaviors. And regardless of what train of thought you want to go down as to what a behavior is or isn't, it eventually it's going to come down to the repetition and getting as many reps in, whether you're doing, you know, incantations or mantras or practicing emotions, uh, through meditation or any great tool out there for changing thoughts, behaviors, or emotions, it's going to take reps. It's going to take a lot of practice to make that the new norm. And that feeds into the third point that tonight's topic is that we have to accept the discomfort. The discomfort is part of change. It's easy that when we start doing something and we start training differently or eating differently or making another big change in our life, and we have these rushes of energy and clarity and everything feels awesome. Yeah, it's totally easy to continue at those points. But we are going to have many, many discomforts along the way too. We're going to be sore, tired. Our body and our mind is going to be adjusting. It's impossible to say with any certainty what exactly is going to happen. And in our modern era right now, when you go on social media or you see other people's stories through other outlets, generally the highlights are going to be all the awesome experiences that this person's having. So we can come to see, and we this is another false belief that I had when I was trying to go through many programs in the past, was that we come to believe that exhilaration is going to be part of the process of change. And yeah, it totally is. There are times, like I said, that are totally exhilarating, and everything's on fire and you feel fantastic and you can't wait to get to the gym or you can't wait to, you know, take the next step in your training. And there's going to be times when you're absolutely exhausted like I am today and you still got to show up and you still got to make the commitment in, by doing the, some sort of action, by taking the next step to the best of your abilities. Adaptation will always follow a stress. I can't think of an example of getting somebody and just relaxing that or you know just say hey go what go try to relax all the time and that's going to create the changes that you want we have to work through the discomfort we have to work through the stress and that is building up the resilience of our brain of our central nervous system of our body if it's a physical task we need that external stress to break us down a little bit so that we can grow stronger discomfort's always going to be present what labels we put on that is up to us you want to call it suffering okay if that's the word that's going to make you have progress if you want to call it pain i personally use pain in the physiological sense that if something is painful i'm not going to do it as far as you know if i'm training and i start to feel that my body is telling me to stop most of the time i'm probably going to listen there might be a few examples where it's good to go you know push through but it takes time to gauge all this stuff it takes time to learn the feedback from your body and to listen to it When we change our diets as we're losing metabolizing body fat, there is a lot of discomfort in that. If you don't believe me, read you know stories from famous bodybuilders and physique competitors and see what goes on the day of the show, the weeks leading up to the show. They're absolutely miserable. They're obsessed with eating to get to that stage. We used to have competitions coming into the casino that I valeted out for over a decade and 
when the physique competitors rolled in, it was hilarious because they would have, you know, they'd be sprayed down in their spray-on tan. They'd have their minimal little snacks for today, but then they had these huge bags of junk food that they were just going to absolutely mow after the event. Some of them even uh, went straight to wine right afterwards. So accept the discomfort in all these. If you want the best results, there's going to be a lot of discomfort. I have gone so far as to say that the pain of stagnation is greater than the pain of change. Having had many problems for many, many years and seen periods of times where they are greatly changing versus the time where I'm stagnant, both experiences include discomfort to some degree. But getting to that next level and working through that discomfort is far more rewarding than when you sit there and go, shit, this feels just like yesterday, the day before. This feels, once we start to get in that state, that's where we start to get depressed. When every day starts to feel the same for weeks, months, years, if that's been the case. Okay, so last point tonight that I really want to emphasize is that course correction is going to be needed. You can have the best plan, <clears throat> pardon me, and within that plan, there's still going to be changes that need to be made. There's going to be unforeseen circumstances arise. You might get sick. Uh, there might be slight injuries. Weather, obviously. You start training at this time of the year, you make your commitment, and then all the snow starts coming down if you're in Reno. And now you have to work around that obstacle. So you're always going to need to course correct. A paradigm I've been using from a Wake Up Warrior from a training program, one of the things it teaches is like weekly course corrections where you're looking at your week. Some people even go further and break down day by day. Look over your day, look at what you did, what went right, what didn't go as planned, where were you reactionary, where were you taking the necessary actions. The faster we course correct, the faster our results come. And when you're doing this, you have to remove the emotions from it. You have to get as objective as possible. There's this awesome diagram. I couldn't find it tonight, but I wanted to show it. But um, it was titled something to the effect of the millionaire mindset. And it was just an oval shape. And it started with an action. And then it followed a result. And then it followed a course correction. And nowhere in that process was there blaming or guilt or shame or any of these emotions, which are natural. If they arise, they arise, right? But going back to step number two, you got to take the actions. The thoughts and the feelings ultimately don't matter. The results matter. What we want most matters. So understand that course corrections will be needed, that they will be happening all the time. And if you accept that as part of the learning process, it's going to remove a lot of the unhelpful thoughts and feelings. It's going to remove... Really what it removes is it removes this identity problem where if you're not getting a result, you start to take it personally and saying, well, this is because I am, you know, blah, 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 blah. This proves that this negative belief I've been carrying around myself is true. We're all course correcting, we're all struggling, and we're all just learning to get better at it. So I hope you got a good takeaway from this. I'm going to post the podcast link as soon as I get it up. These will be on YouTube as well. As I continue with this video series, it's going to start going into my changes. Um, I've made some awesome changes. I've done some things really good. I'm you know, learning to give myself 
credit for that. At the same time, there's a lot of conditions in my life right now that I'm not completely satisfied with that I know I can get better results or different outcomes. If you want to call it better, that's fine. I've had that debate with a couple of people, but if you want different results than the ones you're getting, I know I do, so then I have to take new actions. So I'm going to be digging into some of my personal issues going on, some of the things that I've been working on, some of the things that I'm succeeding in, and a lot of things that I still need to learn more about. And again, learning through doing every single day. So I hope everyone makes a great night. Still offering. Let me just throw this out here real quick. Um, really, obviously these topics are huge, whether you want to talk about nutrition, training, the mindset has to be developed in order to make these huge changes. It's far more that's going to be covered in you know one podcast or one vlog. And really the fastest way to get results is to Look at where you are and get really crystal clear about where you are, where you want to go, and then have somebody who's been there show you, hey, these steps you can take to get there as fast as possible, as safely as possible, and as most importantly, permanently. Being on the yo-yo cycle of making progress with your body or um, any other sort of practice and then reverting back to you know, what the previous state was sucks. Absolutely sucks. It's the worst feeling. Because then all those unhelpful beliefs and thoughts start creeping in. Oh, I knew I couldn't do it, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. So if you want to see how to get more power every single day, increase your health, increase your vitality, move better, feel better, think clear, let's do a discovery call. I'm offering that right now to everybody that watches my content. It's really quick. It's really simple, 15, 20 minutes. We dive in, we talk about what's going on, and then we talk about your personality as far as what type of a process you need to change. If you need a complete overhaul that just you know launches you into a really intense situation, some people thrive in those conditions. Other people, they need to take one step at a time and determine where to leverage their time as best as possible. So post down below. Let me know that you want a discovery call, and I'll line you up through a personal message. And we'll schedule that as soon as possible. All right. Time to get to sleep. One of my biggest course corrections is learning to wake up at 5 a.m. earlier. It's 10.38 now, so there's still a chance tonight. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Again, this is Zach Ganska, Vigor Revolution. Personal optimal solutions for your greatest health, wealth. No, that's not it. I'm still working on this. <laughs> For your greatest health and purpose. All right, make a good night, everybody. Bye. to start making some changes let's change the way we eat let's change the way we live and let's change the way we treat each other you see the old way wasn't working so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive